Welcome to Keith's Midnight Minorities. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? Welcome back, everybody. We've got a nice, fresh episode. This time with Mike having the right mic. The right mic. He finally got his I mic got back. Was that two weeks without it? Uh, two? Three. You mean like two and a half? I think it was three. We did one episode with half of them. It mic. wasn't even half. It was like 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's been like, uh, I think episode 18 was mm. when you had a, when your mic said, it said, and that was before we had any good solution for it. So we still had to yep. just sync it up yeah. separately. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we're all good now. All good. Oh, yeah. Electra voice RA320. That process, it was pretty sexy. easy. If you ever, if you guys ever have a shit mic or anything, just send it to them and then they'll send it right back to you pretty much. Come or they'll send level. you a new. I just got a completely new mic. Completely yeah. new. Completely new. The other one was a dud. A lemon. Mm-hmm. A lemon. An so utter lemon. I only had to pay for shipping with rapid shipping. 50 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Although that is the amount of the protection that we could have gotten. I think it was like 60 or 70 bucks. And it would have been free shipping. And it would have been for like four years. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> well, Keith, did you get it? No, because I was like, ah, no, we should be good. Mm-hmm. Should have known. Nine years of retail should have told me. Yeah, bro. It's worth it. Is oh, it though? Uh, like, what about? Wait, would it have been through the company we got it from? It would have been through whoever the uh, the plan was through. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Things fail at such a high rate that it's usually worth it. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. perfect. Because even if what about if you get protection like on um like on a computer or something or like a TV? <clears throat> yeah, it's worth it. Wouldn't it add like five hundred dollars onto something like that? Just depends. That's fucking. I mean, the issue is, like, if you have a part go bad on most of those things, that mm-hmm. the repair, a single repair is usually more expensive than the cost of the protection plan. Mm-hmm. And usually things will break within the first two to three years. Usually. If it's going to be due to a manufacturer's defect. Which yeah. yours was. Yeah, but I'm <clears throat> looking at replacing whatever it was by then anyway, so. I mean, if that's... Your mentality, then yeah, it's not worth it. So you're mm-hmm. saying in two years you're gonna be upgrading from this mic to something else? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the RE20 is next. The RE20. Oh, oh man. Or what if they come out with something that's way better? Uh, how Hasn't that mic it? been These around for like been 50, around for years? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna come out with the new. Uh, you're word. overestimating your worth in this world, boy. Or they they just shove a mic into your throat, and it's. <laughs> Just crisp, this, crisp and clear. You, this whole thing right here. <laughs> you'd have the deep throw of the mic. Oh God, Keith would technology advance. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think that that the next upgrade? How much would you plan to spend? An upgrade for a mic? Yeah. Oh geez. I mean, this one's like what, like three hundred? Yeah, like three twenty. I mean, that's what we spent with the. Yeah, with yeah, the, the, with the arms the arm. and everything. <clears throat> arm and the shock mount. 
So that means so for Not it to cheap. be a good upgrade, you'd have to go at least five hundred dollars. That's the already twenty. Yeah, I think it's four fifty if you just get the mic. Yeah, I mean, what's so what's better about that one? I think it just has a better frequency response. Hmm. But it's not anything I crazy. Think we would see any significant difference about. Yeah, it's or more with. like the, for like instrument stuff, singers. Yeah, I mean the mics we have are really good. Oh yeah, these are really good mics. So I mean, it's not like you're missing out on much. This is high quality. <laughs> Real quick before we get off H2O. into something, some other kind of um, tangent. Let's plug our shit. <laughs> Twitter. All right, if you have a Twitter. Hit us up. Hit us up with. Hit me up in the DMs. Yeah. You ain't even got to do no, um, you know, at, you know. Uh, Putting 10K on yeah. them titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hit us up with the 10, hashtag 10K. Yeah, hit us up Hit us up with the 10K. Where What are we doing? 10 cot. 10 cot? How do you yeah. how do you spell it? 10-K-O-T-T. Okay, or as cut. as Keith said best, putting 10k on them titties. <laughs> Keith, why do you keep saying that, bro? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's live right now. I can repeat it, no yeah. problem. Yeah, say it again. Putting 10k on them titties. Frank, you got to be on that, bro. Hey, dude, you got to be on it. I'm getting uh, getting the hang of this thing. Okay, right. it's not like your normal soundboard. But our uh, <laughs> our Twitter is gonna be. Uh, K minorities at K minorities. Yep. On Twitter. <laughs> so on hit us up. And then uh, our email, if you want to send us some questions or you just want to send us dick pics or whatever. Whoa, hey, no. Whoa, please. <laughs> it's not. Know. Yeah, don't do that. Um, it's going to be the KMM podcast at gmail.com. Why do you, I feel like every time you say it, it's like you're saying it like it's spelled T H A. T H A? Yeah, like the K minorities. The K M M. The. That's how you say it. That's the, how I say it. The. Okay, hold on. We gotta we got the proper T H E. It's not T H A, it's the. <laughs> it's the, the. <laughs> No one says the. Yes. No, no one says the. Yes. No, in regular conversation, you're saying the. Yeah, the. You're full of shit. The dam over there is about to break. The dam. The dam. The dam you, over there is you about to break. You gotta think about it, bro. No. It's the, the, whatever, however you saying, say if it. You're, if you're saying it to get people to type it out, mm-hmm. you have to make sure you're enunciate, enunciating it the way that it's spelled. The T H E K M M. P O D C A S T <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> That's very loud. We apologize to your ears. All right, you got that, There's guys? Some big waveforms over there. Giant, giant <clears throat> waveforms. Uh, okay, well, anything else? The, uh, the Patreon? Yeah, we have one. What is it? <laughs> what is it? It's Case Midnight Minorities. Yeah, search us up on Patreon. Uh, give on us Patreon. money. So that way you can ensure that your local loser, according to his own family, and uh, fuckboy Mike, <laughs> I was like, never what are you talking lo- about? Never loses his mic again. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to be able to, you know, have people that want to support us and, you know, move forward. It's, it's not something that we need. 
putting 10k on them titties <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that we need it's gonna okay. get worn out in this one episode <laughs> okay we're no, we're no, no, i no. mean we were able to afford all this stuff right but you know it'd just be nice to have people you know that are willing to support us as creators as creators mm-hmm. of free entertainment yeah <laughs> The greatest podcast in the known universe. Yes. Yeah, that's that, right. one, that alien said it that one yep. time. Yeah, if you listen to, if you go a few podcasts back, there's an, we have an alien guest <laughs> that came on and confirmed it. Yeah. If this is your first episode, that's the kind of quality content you're missing out yeah, on. Yeah, you're missing so, out on so go aliens. Back. We had Yogi the Bear come on one time. We had uh, Pee Wee from Pee Wee's Playhouse. What's his name? Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. There we go. Pee Wee yeah, Herman yeah. on. <clears throat> And then <laughs> well, he, we, we just keep him in the closet here yeah, all the time. Yeah, he just stays in the back. Shows up randomly. What other guests did we have? We had uh, Uncle Tito <laughs> that Keith quickly dispatched. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Keith quickly dispatched Uncle Tito. And, can't, have uh, criminals. can't have criminals on the podcast. <laughs> and then who else did we have? That's it, right? Yeah, the I alien. Think, yeah, I think that's oh, it. Oh, and then we had... Um, <laughs> The uh, inner voice, yeah, all, Frank's inner voice. All Frank over here. Uh, no medicine, Frank. That was Plus rough. They're also your your future's child. Oh, he yeah. was <laughs> he was my future child. Yeah, that's right. That was yeah, a good. Oh, that was yeah. a good bit. <laughs> I, I really like that one. We got to oh, get Lebruce in here at some point. Lebruce. Lebruce. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where are the that. chickens going? <laughs> yeah. Gotta find out where, where all that chicken money is working, yeah. working for them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to plug that real quick at the, right at the beginning. Hit me up in the DMs. Uh, ask us a question. Down in the DMs. Let us know. You know how we're doing. If you feel like you know you want to, uh, you know, say something about Keith over here. Uh-huh. You know, tell him, you know, he needs to get on that road gain regimen. Always the hair um, stuff. Uh speaking of hair updates, uh we have a new drop for you guys. Oh the fuck, I got a ball here. That if you ever if you hear that, that means we're about to go into a hair update for Keith. Uh today's update is that there is no update. He's doing nothing again. That's how life works. He's doing nothing. You never do anything and things mm-hmm. just happen to you. That's right. That's life. And um, I have been thinking about uh, buying just some of that stuff. What's it called? Minoxidil. Minoxidil. Uh, just for my beard. Right? Minoxidil. So is it like something I got to apply like every single day for the rest of my life? Uh, no. it's uh, You have to apply it for, I forgot how long, before your hair is terminal. And then after mm-hmm. that, uh, you don't need it and then your hair will just grow in that pattern. I've been thinking about it, but I for some reason it only comes in like the eyedropper yeah, thing. Yeah. Like how the fuck do I rub it in my hands and then do it? What am I hand like <laughs> what's going on here? No, what if I get them, it got them hairy? What, what if I get it everywhere else? Like what's going it, it, on? It's not gonna work like that. Just do dude. some gloves. Yeah. Get some oh okay, so you're suggesting that I get gloves. Oh no. I told, I already told you on. what I suggested uh-huh. for you to do, and you uh-huh. didn't listen, obviously. <clears throat> Go on YouTube. Yeah. There are a bunch of beard. Mm-hmm. Beard bearded YouTubers mm-hmm. that grew their beard using minoxidil. Just go watch some of their tutorial videos. How do they and you'll do it fine. though? I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. You gotta tell me. 
They they put it on their face. That's like, all I know. They just like slap it on. I have no at idea. night or what. They I just, just swear by it. They, they just do the eyedropper right in their mouth. Oh god! <laughs> oh, right in the right in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Ah, hairy eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ugh, that just the image of that makes me cringe. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, now we have the drop there, and uh, so just keep an keep an ear out for it. Okay. Always don't, want these hair a, updates. Don't, don't want it to be a surprise. Hey, bro, we're trying to help you out. Yeah, we're trying to help you out. Yeah. You don't want us to help you. Let's keep Keith with hair. Keep his head warm. Hashtag uh, Harry Keith. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Harry Keith. Hashtag Harry Keith. Show, show for, it's your show of, of support. Okay. For his head. Yeah, that's, hashtag that's reasonable. keep Keith warm is where it's going to be. Hashtag keep, can't we don't want to see. Hashtag we don't want to see that dent. Oh come on! <laughs> you know you want to see it. No, I do. Show it to the world. I saw. I told uh, Keith about this. Um, I saw a doctor. He was. He looked like a serial killer. He was like. <laughs> so he looked like Keith. <laughs> oh my god! He was god. pencil thin, so not like Keith. Um, and he had the <clears throat> shiniest head. Right, he was a white guy. Shiniest head, and he had that dent. He had like a small, like kind of peanut head kind of thing. <laughs> it was really small head, and then he had that dip right in the middle of his head where it just went whoop, right. And then in the back of his head, that's where it got like, is not good back there. Like how? Like it was like real, like fucked up back there. Like it was just the wrinklage was not right. It was not okay. smooth. It was not a smooth back of his head. And uh, I was like looking at it, just kind of look weird. <laughs> I was like, I guess this. Did what, he catch you staring? I was like, this is what Keith would look like, I guess, if he was. He was bald. Bald. He was kind of a taller. He was tall, skinny, and then had that bald head. He looked. He was pretty young, I think. He's probably like maybe thirty-five, maybe mid thirties. The doctor, you would guess. Yeah. So pretty his, young guy. His practice has just started. Well, he is at a hospital. Why don't you sneak a picture? Oh, you want me to fucking take a picture of his bald ass head? Yeah, yeah. you could. And then just post it you. on uh, Twitter for people to see. <laughs> Put a doctor like that on blast, especially yeah, someone like... taking care of one of my family members. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about that. That way you can get life. sued. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I sent a text to Keith and I was like, this is not a good look. Hey, mine might not look exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Might not. You have a bigger head than he does. There you go. Solutions. Big head. You Little just, dent. I mean, we can we I can mean, start producing, uh, you know, KMM beanies. Yeah, it's right? just... <laughs> just to help with the transition. You'll have Keith's hair, full head of hair on it. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be the design. It'll just be hair. It'll just the front. be a two. <laughs> I mean, Keith, oh, no, how much? How much more time do you think you honestly have with your hair? Uh, let's say probably maybe two to three years. Two to three years? Yeah, at least, son. Dang. So it's we, we terminal. have to. Hopefully, I can keep it till I'm thirty. So we have to slowly like start Watch you separ- wither away. No, no, start separating ourselves from him over the next two years. Dang. So when he goes full <laughs> bald. Would it just be that at that point? It would just be like, eh, we 
we don't really hang out anymore anyway. <laughs> I don't know that guy. So this is a, yeah. I don't know who this dude is. That's baldest. I just want you to know that. <laughs> That's baldest. <laughs> no, maybe maybe you you being bald would be just way better for you. What if uh, you start seeing a lot more success? I doubt it. You doubt it? I doubt I would. Nah, bro, it's good. You should start, start like just start tanning so you don't look like a serial killer. Oh my god. I think I would look even more like a serial killer because it's like this guy does not look natural. No, just do like a <clears throat> like a normal go into a tanning bed. And it wouldn't work. Two times a week. My skin does not tan. It burns. It burns. No, it eventually burns. it would tan, I not think. Eventually. Maybe once I got cancer and died, then I'd be I'd get some tan. <laughs> Jeez. So you're saying you have zero capability of tanning? The color of my skin that you see right now, mm-hmm. that's about as tan as I can get. Oh my god. No. Yes. I doubt it. I used to spend a lot of time when mm. I would play baseball as a kid mm. in the sun. I got sunburned all the time because of it. Yeah. Never tanned. Yeah, bro. Sometimes you just got to get sunburned first. And then you come out medium well. But it didn't. My, my skin <laughs> does not do that. I get pretty fucking dark. <clears throat> I can get dark. It's because you, you got that Mexican blood. I can get really dark. But uh, it's been a while. I don't spend a lot of time in the sun anymore. Which is a good thing. Right? You shouldn't be spending a lot of time... <clears throat> In the sun anyway, so uh, that's what you know. These At least not with protection. Yeah, I mean, I guess Without they say protection. Yeah, they say to like always wear like <clears throat> SPF, like no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. even if you're outside for like a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that shit sounds like like almost apocalyptic. Like you can't don't be outside without SPF ever. Just, I mean, oh, I think shit. that's just like the ideal. Yeah. Don't tell it to Africans, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't really need. I it. mean, their bodies developed for that. That that melatonin. What is it? What melatonin? Melatonin. <laughs> melanin. Yeah, bro. They put you right to sleep. <laughs> I tried some melanin, mel- <laughs> boy. I tried that melatonin stuff one time. I think it worked. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, but you only took it once. Oh, I took two tablets one time. Why? Just because I wanted to see like, like if it worked or how like better my sleep was. I just didn't want to get dependent on it. Or if I didn't have it, I just wouldn't get a good night, you know, sleep. Got to be careful with sleeping it's pills. All about, it's all about, it's not really a sleeping pill. It's it's just I mean, straight, if it's releasing it's chemicals that melatonin. help put you to sleep, mm-hmm. I would say that's a sleeping pill. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. really. Because you, your body can develop a dependency on it. So. Why don't you start taking some nootropics, bro? Nootropics, yeah. Just start <clears throat> seeing crazy shit in, your, in my dream. In your sleep, yeah. Right before you go to bed, so your brain's all juiced up. <laughs> Heard apple juice is supposed to do that. Make, Make you, you go crazy in your sleep. No, just like give you more vivid dreams. Yeah. Uh, the fuck is an apple juice that makes you do that? I have no idea. Vitamin something. I feel like that's fake news, bro. Vitamin I mean, it might be vitamin C <laughs> for crazy, bro. <laughs> it's unverified. Vitamin, extra vitamin D. Yeah, cite your source. Is it peer-reviewed? Then I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, brah. No, it wasn't. Um, but I feel like we should, you know, here in our state, you know, uh, marijuana is not legal to consume or to Unless sell or use. to possess or anything like that. Does Texas have medicinal? I think it does now. I thought I got a thought it did fairly recently. I don't think so, bro. I could be wrong. I mean, that's an easy search right there. 
But when it does become legal, we're going to do an episode where we all just oh God. eat an edible <clears throat> and uh, take off in the world together. Bro, you're going to do an edible? want to take off in the world. You wouldn't want to do like to smoke it? No. Nah, I don't like the smell. like the smell? It smells like skunk. It does smell like skunk. I've, I was around a lot of marijuana when I was in college. I, I haven't smoked it. <laughs> if I did, I would be honest. Um, but I was, it's a lot of skunky, nasty, dirty party. Oh, I told you, I don't know if I told you that story where the police Are you came. sucking and blowing? No, not that, <laughs> that story. Well, I was at a, um, all male Cause I party. used to, I used to go out, uh, and party like with his only boys. No, it was there were women in this group too. And by women, he means semen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, probably pretty. What's every... happening? What do you mean? Do you hear that? No, it's like cutting in and out. For who? Oh, that's just your headphones. Okay, oh. go on. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I would party pretty much every weekend, and this was getting towards. No, I was 20 at this time. Uh, I was 20. We were at this party that uh, one of our stoner friends, that, that should have been a red flag right there, right? Uh-huh. Uh, just to not even go to this thing. So we went to this. It was like an apartment house party kind of thing, right? And um, we walk in, just mega skunk smell, right? And um, And it's like, it was almost like, you have beer? Like, why would you bring beer? Y'all don't smoke or whatever? And I was like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? Every party has beer, right? You know, it doesn't matter what party you go to in college. It's got beer. <laughs> and so I brought beer. I was drinking it. I was 20 years old, not of age yet. How dare you? You're a legal person. And there were other people in my group that were the same situation. <clears throat> and then I'm just sitting on the couch, really, just kind of, I mean, it's like a stoner party, so I'm not... I don't smoke, so I was just chilling. And then my friend comes out of the bedroom, and he, like, sits next to me. He's like, he's like, bro, they have a fuck ton of weed here. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, they have, like, bricks and bricks of weed. Oh, my God. I was like, what Bricks and bricks. I was like, uh, okay. And then uh, he was, like, high, so he was, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, giggling and laughing about it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then um, all of a sudden, the people come out of the room and they're like, oh, hey, uh, we want to film a, a music video. Oh, God. I was like, music video? I was like, first off, y'all about to record that y'all at this party smoking weed and shit, <laughs> right? That's not real fucking smart. And I definitely don't want to be in that video. <laughs> and uh, so I don't think I was in the video. <clears throat> It you was don't know though, huh? No, I'm not 100% sure or not. But um, they filmed a little video. It was just like them like lip singing to music. And then was just like. Was it their original music? or I think it was. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we there's a knock at the door, right? Just knock, knock, knock. And then the people who like are in the apartment or whatever, they, they go to the door. They look into the people. Right, and then they're like, "Oh shit, it's the police," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Right, I was like, "Fuck," I've been drinking. Right, I wasn't like drunk or anything. I was like, maybe had like 
two or three beers. <clears throat> and so I was like instantly just, all right, put my beer down on the ground and like away from me. And then um, the police were just like, open up, open up. And then like we like we uh, we smell, you know, weed or whatever. We got a complaint. And so that gives them probable to open up the door. And uh, which it's a problem you wouldn't have with edibles, like like Frank said. And so they come in. They come. It's like a thing, like a couple of police officers, maybe two or three. And uh, they're like, all right. All right. All right. Everyone uh, needs to pull out your ID. Right. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to jail. I was like, fuck. Okay. And then, uh, and then me with my knowledge of the situation, right? They got fucking bricks and bricks and bricks of fucking weed in the other room, right? And so uh, they're like, "All right," and it's like y'all gonna have to start getting up and like. How show, many people were in ID. this party? At this party, it was probably like twenty five. Oh, okay, twenty five people. And then everyone was just like, "Uh," I was like, "Fuck it." I got up. I'm like, "Hey," I was like, "Hey, I'm twenty years old." I just got here. I had one beer. I was like, I'm trying to get out of here anyway. And then they're like, they just like looked at me and they're like, all right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was the first one to get up. Right. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then uh, slowly, like my friends start coming out. Some of them were older than 21 by that point or 21. And um, so I was like, I fucking dodged a bullet there. Right. And uh, I think like a week later, that same apartment got busted and they all got arrested. Oh, they, they didn't find the no, bricks no, and bricks and no. bricks and bricks they, they of find, weed? They didn't find the bricks there. Oh, man. You weren't there for the biggest drug bust in your college yeah. town? And then there was a there was a guy in um, one of my classes who, I, I mean, everyone knew he was like a big time stoner. But like halfway through the semester... Um, there was like a story where he got he got arrested for mailing marijuana paraphernalia to himself. What from like Colorado? Oh my god! Yeah, he like he mailed himself like a bunch of like CBD like oils and edibles <laughs> okay. and pipes and stuff like that. Just different kind of uh uh THC kind of products. Fucking, they caught him. They caught it in the mail. And they waited for him to come pick it up. Arrested oh, his ass. I was like, he's fucking... Because he, he was... Because, you know, in, when you're in college, you go to the same classes a lot of times with the same students, right? The same people. And you so you, you tend to recognize some of them. Some classes are bigger, some are smaller. Yeah. And this guy was throughout, you know, our courses. And he was a very big marijuana advocate. In those course, whenever the discussion came up, and so it was, was never, he was he knowledgeable at least? Yeah, I mean, he seemed like someone who was um, knowledgeable. Which at this point, I mean, I feel like we are gonna look back and see any kind of people trying to demonize marijuana or you know CBD oil or THC or anything like that, and demonizing it, and just that's gonna be so antiquated. Like, what do you so mean? It already is. I mean, really. yeah, but it's I, you know, it's we're gonna look, you know, further in the future. In the future, we're gonna look back and then be like, wow, that was completely wrong. Because I, f- I feel like even now, there's still it's still kind of a 
thing that they're teaching, it's like, hey, it's not, you know, the best thing or whatever. It's still it's a considered a gateway <laughs> drug. Yeah. It's not bad for you. I but... mean, basically all the stuff that's coming out now is just like, oh, guess what? People who get high shouldn't do things that they should, shouldn't be doing while they're drunk either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. People are like, well, what if you, what if you smoke while you're, you know, where's, where there's a doctor who's high yeah, and they're but, operating. Can they drink while they're operating? No, like, they no, shouldn't be smoking while they're operating either. That. And um, yeah, it's just like this. I mean, it already applies the same way. Yeah, the like, same argument. Anything that you apply to marijuana, you can apply to you know, you has has to be parallel to alcohol. But, par- so, but alcohol actually but, is known to kill yeah, you. Yeah, alcohol is definitely it's one of the you know, the only drugs that you can die from withdrawals from. And I mean not so one of the only, but I think the it, only one. I'm pretty sure you can die from withdrawals from other narcotics. I think alcohol might be the only one. Are you sure like heroin and Nope, all that you can withdraw and not die. Okay. Like withdrawals is just like a really bad flu. It's like you're you're trying you're kicking a really bad flu. That's why you have to um, uh, like a lot of the times you just keep them in a room, just let them let it sweat it out, and they'll be better in like twenty four hours or whatever. But I alcohol, watched, uh, and- but alcohol is like <clears throat> the one where it's like you start getting into people having seizures, and then they start seizing out, and then they they can die. Bom, 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 bom. Alcohol what? Alcohol, benzos, Benzos, opiates. You're wrong, boy. What does it say? That they're all deadly? Yeah, these are all the ones that might kill you. Well, that's kill you, but kill you from withdrawals? Withdrawals, yeah. That's specifically what this... I mean, it's psychology today. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is that that a reputable... Benzos, I think, is a similar effect to alcohol, so I don't really... uh, That's kind of... They're they're both downers. (laughs) Methadone... And then Herald. opiates. Literature search by me failed to find any documentation of methadone withdrawal, death risk, and original statement relied on anecdotal evidence. So, uh, benzos is like a very similar kind of, uh, you would have the same reaction to a benzo than you would to alcohol. Like it's a downer. Keep kind of. Um, you know, if you if you drink enough alcohol, you understand. You know, it's slowing everything down for you. Your thought process. <clears throat> it can eventually <throat> slow down your breathing, and that's how you end up dying. Right, everything just shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. See, cocaine, mm-hmm. marijuana, crystal meth, ecstasy, GHB, and many other recreationally used drugs will not lead to death or anything near death in the vast majority of cases. Yeah. While it make you uncomfortable. Yeah, it'll make you feel uncomfortable, but alcohol is really bad for you. You can have a bad night with alcohol and die just that same night. Yeah, and especially and also uh, you know with benzos and stuff, you can overdose on that pretty easily. Xanax, much shit, and don't don't do benzos and Xanax because then you're just speeding up the process of your death. Good to know. Good to know. Let me take these notes down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, maybe I feel like 
feel like Texas should be one of the states where we should, we should be taking charge on that kind of thing. Hey, but Ted Cruz does not believe in it. But because it, it makes a lot of sense for Texas because, I mean, there is agriculture here in Texas, right? A lot of it is maybe more on, um, like, animals, like cattle and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we have the space. <clears throat> we have plenty of space. I feel like we have the climate for it. I mean, I don't know what it really takes to yeah. grow weed, but and I feel like a lot of places you I feel like Texans. Anyway. I mean, Texans are into a lot of you know we're independent, and we don't we. I mean, we shouldn't really care what the federal government considers you know marijuana to be classified. But as. we're also a conservative state. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Drug if you, use is considered if, against family values. Drug use. I mean, if you really break it down. To somebody and you're like, you know what? Okay, so are you against drinking coffee? Caffeine's a drug. You consume that every single day. You're yeah. an, you're an addict. Yeah. Not, now you're right out of your family values. But do it's you, it's more about do you the... let do you let your kids drink tea? There's caffeine in tea. I mean, unless they get decaffeinated tea, but but a lot of times they're not. Sweet tea in the South? Come on, <laughs> right? It's not always it's not always caffeinated. But tea, even like, um, I mean, a lot of tea is caffeinated. It's a not lot of it it's is. not a lot of caffeine in it, but it's still in there. And then, I think it's just more about the perception of culture. Like the culture in the United States mm-hmm. is more that like there's certain things like weed and cocaine and all these other things that aren't really that bad to use in moderation but because they've been demonized for so long yeah cocaine is not a bad drug at all really i mean not in the grand scheme of things i mean it's not good to have a reliance on it to do stuff but no it's i mean literally all it does is just keep you up it keeps you up and it it gets you maybe like a little bit hyper which would be the same thing that caffeine does. Only it's more potent. No, I mean, I think caffeine is probably more potent than cocaine would be. Like if you had... And, and like you, the same if you dosage? Had like, if you had like a pure caffeine like in a yeah, powder... Don't just take pure co- caffeine. Yeah. No, people do that. Like caffeine pills? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have those. But or maybe, even powder. They'll just take it. Yeah. For pre-workout. And... Um, I mean, but if, if you take a bump of caffeine, it might have the same effect that cocaine would have. If you had like, if you had it in powder form, I don't know enough about it to to make a educated argument there. I mean, we I we discuss it a lot in my psychology classes, just with drugs in general and the effects on the body. And going into the class, like they would, they asked you like what are your perceptions of these specific drugs and then at the end of the class after talking about them and their effects and stuff it was like way less it was like what the fuck yeah i mean most things though if you educate yourself or get Mm -hmm. educated about something you'll usually be like oh okay it's actually not as bad as i thought no it's like uh, to me i was like cocaine i mean if people did cocaine uh I, i could see it's just i think it's just the perception of how you do it like how you consume it which is a lot of the perception with a lot of different drugs, right? Like if with heroin, like you have the perception of people, you know, shooting up, you know, injecting it right into their veins or, you know, addicts fucking, you know, cracked ODing out, on. you know, ODing on it or whatever. Um, cocaine, you know, people with their, you know, like the Scarface, right? 
just nose full of shit, right? But a lot of people, it's just they just take little bumps of it, and then yeah, they get they're able to be up later on and party or whatever. And then yeah, if you take a lot of it, I mean, yo, there there will be like a down, like a you're definitely gonna crash. But that's like with anything with caffeine, you know, yeah. there's a crash for that. Yeah. And I mean, I've never done it. I just never like if someone was like, oh, here's some cocaine. And I was like, this has to be like pure kind of, I have to know that's. You wouldn't for, in, know though. In order, it's not exactly, regulated. That's why I don't do it. So if I would have to know. That's the only reason he doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, You heard it here first, everyone. I mean, because that's where. Mike would be a druggie. That's where a lot of things kind of go into it, right? Where you don't know where it's coming from. You don't, you don't know, want to have a heart attack. You don't know. Boom, 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 boom. No, I mean, if you just take a small one, it's not going to, you're not going to have a fucking heart attack from it. Um, I mean, it might just be like a, an upper. Knowing you, you probably take a, a spoonful. No. Ah. Do the cocaine but, uh, challenge instead of the, the cinnamon co- challenge. <laughs> the cocaine. Ah. <laughs> but, uh, that, I mean, that's a lot of the problem, too. It's not regulated. So you don't know what's going into it. And then that, it, it, again, it makes it more dangerous. It's just feeding on the perception of the drug is being, you know, people, you know, cut it with, you know, um, what do they call it? Baby laxative. They do it with laxative. They do it with the baby formula, stuff like that. And, um, so yeah, it's a lot of, you know, perception of how, you know, people look or how media has demonized it. All because of, well, I mean, not all because, but, War on drugs has not helped things since the eighties. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like let's say, let's say, Frank, they're like, all right, we're gonna teach you how to grow marijuana in a six month course, right? By the end of it, you know, you're gonna be making five hundred k a year. Is that a business that you would get into? Yeah, for five hundred k, yeah. <laughs> but you'd be like, okay, I'm I'm down for this. Yeah, as a career change. Yep. What about you, Keitho? Uh, I'll punch you right in the face if you say no. <laughs> no, five hundred k, I'll slap you. I'd probably do it for a while. All right, but mm-hmm. it's not like a dream job or anything. I, I don't think I could do it like for my. Hey, bro, there ain't no living. such thing as dreams. All that exists is money. <laughs> money, money makes everything better. Money make your dreams <clears throat> happen. I don't know if it could be something like I could grow a small amount that I didn't take up a ton of my time and still make some good money with it. Yeah, I'd do it. What if you? I mean. Just make a company and then eventually sell it and then have all this money and yeah. then you can I'd do that. Yeah. Right. Life is long or it's supposed to be long. I mean it's not supposed to be but in the grand scheme of things, yeah. it's not really that long. But I mean I feel like <laughs> Would you ever try um smoking or just eating an edible? If I would do anything, it would be eating an edible. I, I just don't have any interest in smoking anything. Yeah, I'm not really a smoker. I never smoked cigarette or anything. Yeah, no. Because I, I feel like even like non-tobacco smoke can still be bad for your lungs. Yeah, I mean, I'm any sure... Any kind of smoke is I'm not sure really good for your lungs. anything burning uh, going... And you in, inhaling it. And you inhaling it ah. into your lungs is probably not a good thing ah. for you. Yeah. So, um... But it seems like... Conservatives yeah. would be pro mm-hmm. drug legalization because it so. would create more businesses, so therefore more jobs, more money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it goes mm-hmm. against the, the established family values more mm-hmm. so than anything. 
Which is bullshit anyway. Cause family I mean, values? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many families or how many conservatives are getting divorced or cheating on their wives or spouses or, um, you know, stealing money in different kind of ways or yeah. trying to get around the system. I mean, people would have you think that it's... taxes properly or, yeah. or just whatever. It's just whatever. It's all bullshit. And they would have so. you think it's gotten worse over the years, but I don't think it really has. No. And then, and then, um, I think in Colorado now they're kind of, we're just trying to see like, and starting to collect <clears throat> data that is. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, know, there's definitely going to be negatives to stuff like, up to now, it's been illegal, so any of the data that could have been generated from that has been illegal to obtain. Yeah, I mean, we could have had these issues way long ago, right? And worked them out. Where there was less population and less kind of stuff going on. And all the issues that, you know, we're potentially looking at seeing now could have already been resolved. But people are just dragging their feet. I don't think it's going to be anything drastically different than alcohol. Yeah. Except there won't be deaths from and, but, the and actual then, drug. But then again, right? The <laughs> only thing with weed that kind of gets me is the smell. Like, if if you, someone's drinking alcohol, yeah, you can smell it on them. But you're not going to smell it on them the day after, right? I mean, after that they, also just depends on the environment that they're in. Like, if, if they're like whole house. Yeah, if you're smoking at your house. Anything you put on is going to smell like weed. You can say that about cigarette smoke as well. Yeah, but everyone... I hate... I don't like cigarette smoke either. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, people who do smoke Mm -hmm. and who actually care about their outward appearance take precautions to make sure that they don't smell like cigarette smoke. They do the same thing with marijuana. Yeah, but I feel like the marijuana smell is more pungent. Well, yeah. Like, I don't... Like, for me... Yeah, I, I don't think I like the marijuana smell... That smell, more that than stench, more than cigarettes. That sticky, icky. Maybe it's just been a while since I've smelled cigarettes or like <clears throat> on somebody on their clothes because it's not. You didn't smell that lady at the restaurant today? No. When we walked past her outside, no. the one who was sitting outside, she was smoking. Oh yeah, and she like I didn't even see her there. <laughs> I didn't see her there, and I heard just like a a cough. <laughs> yeah, it's like a like a dirty cough. Yeah, that was that a. Uh, I've been smoking for yeah, 50 years. And, cough. and I, I looked at Keith. I'm like, Keith, you, you just cough because you look normal. <laughs> and I was like, what the? F-? And then I looked to my left. I saw and the she little was, old Mexican lady yeah, just she sitting was there. hidden there. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, what about you, Frank? What if someone was like, all right, this is uh, just this little baggie of cocaine. It's not got yeah. anything else in it but cocaine. Right. Cocaine. We're uh, having, you know, a night out. You're, you're going to be out anyway, right? You want to take this little little bump just to make it a little better night? No. You would be like, nah. Nah. I don't have any interest in it either. I mean, I didn't, I'd be interested in just do it, maybe doing it at least one time. But for mm-hmm. right now, there's just too many barriers to get into it. I got to find the guy that's going to sell it. Then I gotta be like, what's the purity of this thing? How much laxative is in here? I'm gonna be shitting my pants, <laughs> shit my pants at this fucking party, and it's just too much. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think yeah. also like for me, I've Dead had a lot drugs. of issues with my uh, sinuses, so mm-hmm. like snorting anything would just be like, nah. nah. What about liquid cocaine? Mm. <laughs> just, uh, yum, yum. Yum, yum. Put some in some Coca Cola. No, just All right. like eyedropper. Classic Coke. I drop right into your eyeball. Oh, God. I don't know about that. <laughs> Ooh. 
What about up your butt? No. Directly into the system. Would you ever, no, like, could you ever see yourself being addicted to something like that? Like, uh, probably not, no. I don't think I would try it to get addicted. Do you feel like if you were like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm addicted? Because some people, like, first try, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I have, like, it's game over. I need this in my well, life cause, forever. Because like, some people would say, like, I, I listened to a podcast with this guy. Um, his name is Brendan Schaub. He was a he was a college athlete. He he was in the NFL for a little bit, and then he was a UFC fighter. And he throughout his you know all in all those sports they're all physical, right? Mm-hmm. So he would have injuries, and a lot a lot of the times he would get painkillers. Yeah, and he would um, he would get painkillers, and he'd be addicted to them, right? I've taken painkiller. I don't know, like on that level, but he said when he took them, like it. He said it literally felt like angels were giving him hugs. <laughs> like it was Dang. that. It was that like good. It was that good, right? And um, I th- he's like, yeah, I I got addicted to it like pretty quick. Like that feeling was like ridiculously um, appealing. Right over time, and I, I one time I took a class. It was like neuro, uh, it's like neuropsychology or something like that, mm-hmm. where you just study like uh, the chemical effects on the brain and stuff. And uh, we were discussing like addiction mm-hmm. and like the, and they gave us like a had like a a good way to think of it, like a good kind of a meet like a chart or meter, where it was like your your want to have sex right like it's a, you know it's up there on a lot of the times with your wants depending on kind of your situation right it's like you're like you know what on, on any given night you're like you know what i'm committed to tonight <laughs> right and that was like they just said it's like a, a hundred right out of this meter kind of scale mm-hmm. and they're like um people who are addicted to like heroin or, or something like that like the on the scale it's like Ten thousand. It's like you, you have to get it. There's no if, ands, or but it. You know, buts about it. You have to have it, and it's like it. It just destroys your whole life, and that's what you know. You see people spiraling out of control because it's it's not anything you can even imagine at this point, right? You can't even imagine wanting something that bad. No, I couldn't, and I I couldn't either. Right, I I don't I don't feel like I get addicted to things like maybe caffeine. I mean, um, I guess the closest thing for, to me would be food. Yeah, food. Like your addiction to it. Like, how do you mean? I'll just like I don't know. It's hard to change eating habits. Mm-hmm. So, I don't but know. well, are you addicted? You feel like to certain kinds of food? Potentially, I guess that might be. Or a way maybe to just like it. the feeling the food gives you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that it's the feeling the food gives me. Then it's, like, it's not you can the feel feeling. really crappy. Yeah, but like then then is it specifically a certain type of food? Like is it fatty food or it's that taste, the yum yums. I don't know. I mean, I know people can be addicted to food. I don't know necessarily yeah, I mean, that I am. I mean, I I, I I'm saying that's to... probably the closest thing I could say. Yeah, would be my experience. They say that a lot of your uh, you know, your feel good kind of dopamine kind of dumps come from 
It's like directly connected to your gut. So if you like you put food in your gut and you feel good about it, it's like it gives you a, a nice little hit of dopamine in your head. And you're like, this is I like this. You should keep doing this. Right. It's a reward system. Keep doing that. Addicted. Yeah. Keep putting food in there. And um, so, yeah, to me, that, that blew my mind because I I I can never imagine myself, you know, going because you you hear the stories where it's people, you know, stealing from their family and, yeah. you know, beating beating up their spouse or whatever for whatever reason or doing crazy things for money. Right. Like selling their body or whatever, just so they can get the hit. So it's like, imagine doing that. It's like, hey, you know, Keith gets addicted one day and, you know, all of a sudden he's selling his car. <laughs> he's, you know, sucking dick on the side of the road Dang. for money. It's escalated quick. Yeah, sucking dick on the side of the road for money. I mean, you should have just kept the car. You could probably make more appointments, you know, with the car. Just go be an Uber driver. <laughs> or, you know, jerking someone off in the back of the Uber, <laughs> oh, right, for God. money, for extra cash. The, what, or the, are you, the happy ending these, Uber ride? Yeah, these are all crazy situations, right? So, you know. He's going to start marketing himself on Grinder as we yeah, speak. Yeah, that's oh, right. God. That's right. So, yeah, I don't know how we got to this tangent, but we have other things we want to talk to about, right? We got. Uh, yeah, better uh, pick it up. We're already fifty minutes in. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll Joe just babbling real, ass, just boy. real quick. We'll get into the uh, the America is wild. Is that where you want to start? What I mean, I mean, are we not doing just regular internet video? Oh yeah, we can do the internet video. What's this video about? Go ahead and I don't want to say too much, but there was a a bus crash recently in China. I don't know if you if you guys saw it. No, I have not seen it. But uh, go ahead and play the video. I haven't listened to the audio for it, so I don't know. Make that make that screen bigger. Okay, so it's a bus driver swatting away a passenger while he's driving. Just watch. This is from the outside. Oh my god! Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> oh shit! It drove right off this right bridge. off a bridge. Like, like, how far is this fall? Is it right into water? Everyone died. Oh, <laughs> my God. And the only reason she was up there attacking that guy mm-hmm. was because he she missed her bus stop. Oh, my God. You got to turn around, you dumb fuck. She missed her bus stop. She walked up to him and started wait, smacking him with was, her sandal. Wait, did he drive past it or she forgot to get I haven't off? seen enough about, like, what. They were on I don't bridge. know that they know 100% what. Yeah. The whole reasoning behind it was, but supposedly it was that she Everyone's missed dead, her bus stop. Bro. I don't know if it was that it was a scheduled stop or she requested the stop, but it was too late and he didn't stop or whatever. Yeah, and they were on a bridge. Like, you got to wait till we turn around now. So so she walked up, started smacking him, fighting wow. with him, and then he just... I, I don't know, like, like, play the beginning of the video again? I feel like you should be a better driver than that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, look at the beginning of the video again, like from the inside. Yeah, bro, you're looking at just her. I don't see him pulling the wheel though. Yeah, but th- look, then he's hitting back. Then oh. he turns it. It almost looks like he purposely drives it off the yeah, side it does, of the yeah. There's bridge. no, there's no way he was like, look I'm driving this. this thing off the side of the bridge. He doesn't like. Yeah, at no point he does doing? he look like he's lost there's control. No, and then he turns the wheel hard yeah, left. Bro, hard there's, left. There's turn. no way. I mean, there's no way that bus can make a U-turn. He knows that. 
No, there's no way this is the, this is on the passenger. Well, if no you way. start if you start smacking the driver, yeah, I'm gonna blame you. No, 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 no. I'm blaming this on the driver. One hundred percent. I'm saying like from this the beginning mm-hmm. video, like from them inside. At no the, point does she the hold, grab the wheel. At no point he's you know. He, I mean, if he caused a little bit, little accident where he hit some car in front of him, where he entered a car or something, then I could be like, all right, the passenger distracted him, you know. But this, nah, boy, it's a that's, bus though. That thing is not stopping that's, fast. That's on the driver. <clears throat> I just don't know what he's because she, he's hitting her back. Like he's like looking at her, he's throwing bows right back at her. He threw. She threw two. That's what I'm saying. She tried to smack him twice. He was looking at her, focused on her, threw Bo's back, and then looks back on the road. Then he hits the hard, the hard, you know, cut on the wheel, and that's when it goes overboard. Yeah, that's so what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm it almost looks like he does it on purpose. Yeah, like I have an, I've had enough of this job. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about I'm that. I'm taking you all with me. Dude, there's no way he doesn't know where he's at. You can't. There's no way you can. Well, say, maybe, maybe, no, maybe no, he was no, like, no, he's not trying to turn around. A no, bus no, can't no, make no, that no, turn. No, what I'm trying to say is there's maybe no way he's pulling off to the side on the other side of the road. Well, what I'm trying to say is was maybe he's just thinking he's gonna hit the side and then that's it. No. Maybe he didn't catch. No, way. I don't think he was like, fuck it, I'm going overboard. <laughs> you don't know. Hey, who knows? Bro? It think- doesn't look like he ever hit the the brakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like I never saw his foot move. Nope. Mm-hmm. So they I don't know. all it's, it died. Seems real, yeah. That was like fifteen passengers. That's uh. Well, I'm gonna Wait. say it is the driver's fault, but yeah. that lady got exactly what she was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb bitch. Yeah. Basically, okay. Like, um, yeah, she fucked with the wrong one. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> you fucked with the wrong one, I mean, and now your ass I mean, is dead. Technically, if she didn't fuck with the guy, that everyone would still be alive. Yeah. But still. She fucked with the wrong one. What if it's all fake? What if they they all lived and they're just being used for test subjects? I mean, is it burnt up? I'll probably hit the bottom and and then blew up. Don't you know? It looked when, like it when was things burnt fall up. off the side of other things, they <laughs> yeah. blow up. Vehicles have to blow that up. That is always. crazy. Yeah, that's a good little story out of China. That's nuts. From last week. That's not right, America. Now we can go to America okay. as well. Okay, so that wasn't in America, so no, that couldn't that was, be that in our Chinese. segment. Yeah, that's why it was just like a regular internet. Yeah, video. that was a good video. Like just that. a just a regular old non crazy, uh, <laughs> you know, internet video. Mm-hmm. China is wild. Ch- yeah, China is. I think we wild. could have just a whole segment of just <laughs> Chinese Probably. stuff going on. China and Russia. Yeah, Russia is wild. Oh, All right. Well, America. It's wild. It's still so long for a segment opening. Yeah, it's a segment opening. It's 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 a new chapter in the podcast. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, in this particular clip, I just want to play the audio. It is a nine one one call, and uh, it seems like a pretty scary situation. We'll go into more on what's going on here after you hear it. So, uh, 
Frankie? Danky? Yeah. Oh. Hello? Hello? This is 911. What's going on? Hello? Yeah. This is 911. What's going on? Um, I recently got disconnected. I had told you guys everything that happened. Got the argument with my mom and dad. Okay. What's your address? Hello? Yeah, um, it's 1033 West McCormick Street. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. They were arguing and I shot him in the head and he's not breathing anymore. Okay, so what's going on right now? Are you there? Yeah. Okay, do you have any weapons on you? Yeah, I do. What kind of weapons do you have? Um, a handgun. What kind of handgun is it? I don't know, it's my dad. What color is it? It's black. Where exactly are you at in the house? Um, by the closet. Okay, what closet? My mom's. Where's that at in the house? Uh, in her room, which is where she's at, and my little brother. You have a little brother? Yeah. I was on the phone with you guys earlier, um, telling you guys about it. I just got disconnected. Okay. Well, we're going to try to get you some help. Um, where exactly in the house, like, is this a one-story or two-story house? It's one-story. Is it towards the front of the house, the back of the house? Um, well, like, it's, it's like, towards the back, I guess. I'm just pointing the gun at them, making sure they stay in the closet, my mom and my little brother. Okay, is there any way you can put the gun up? No. Are you guys sending someone over here? Because then I'm definitely not going to put it away. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and stay on the phone with you, okay? That's fine. Until they get here, or? As long as you need me to, okay? Yeah, I'm thinking about, because um, I already poured gasoline all over the house. I might just set it on fire. Okay. Well, we don't need to do that, okay? In a little bit, I might. Why would you do that? Do you have my address correct? Can you verify it for me again? Um, it's 1033 West McCormick Street. Um, my zip code is 67213. Okay. So which way does your house face? Like, does your front door face north, south, east, west? I don't know. It's just facing the street. My dad isn't breathing. It's kind of giving me anxiety, making me like paranoid. Hello? I'm still here.
here, okay? Yeah, me too. Okay, are you white, black, Asian, Hispanic? Are you there? Yeah. Are you white, black, Asian, Hispanic? Is is it, it was an accident, so Okay, that's fine. Are you there? Talk to me. Hello. Are you there? Hello. I think you can end it there. There we go. Okay. So that was a nine one one call of I guess the uh the son of um somebody said that they had shot their father in the head. He wasn't breathing anymore and he had a, a gun pointed to uh the rest of his family, keeping them in the closet, and then he had doused the house in gasoline, right? And uh, the the very beginning part that you hear, you hear like a gunshot, right? That was the video that we saw. The police outside the house, and then they hear someone shooting. Well, right? And you can pull up that other the other. Uh, that, that right there, yeah. This is just the story. So, um, what happened was this was a swatting call. So, uh, if you don't know what swatting is. Uh, is when what is swatting? So uh, let's just say, just give an example, right? I don't really like Frank, so I'm gonna call the police and I'm gonna say, "Hey, my name is Frank, and I live at this address. I have a gun, and I'm about to shoot my whole family, right?" And the police are like, "Oh shit!" So they send you know police to his house. And then a lot of the time it's, you know, a threat that's big enough to where they have like the SWAT team come in, bust into the house. Frank is not actually doing anything. He's just chilling on his couch, right? Watching TV. And then, you know, they just, they still have to investigate. So it's a fake, it's a phony police call just to get the SWAT to someone's house. Yeah. And uh, in this situation here, how it started was these two, uh, you know, People were playing Call of Duty online, and there was a, a like a one dollar and fifty like one dollar and fifty cent bet for something. I guess they were like maybe playing one on one or whatever, and one of them lost, and then he got really mad, and then he he told the other one he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna swat you, bro, right? I'm a I'm a fucking swat your ass, and then the guy's like Yeah, right. You won't fucking swat me. And then the guy that said was saying, I want to swat you. He knew the guy that made the call. And then um, the guy, you know, um, he's like, bro, I bet you won't swat me. And he gave him an address. And the guy, the address that he gave was an old address for where he used to live. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, bet. He's like, bet you don't have the balls to swat me, bro. Here's my address. And so the guy, he, he's like, all right, I'll fucking swat your ass. So. He um he gave the information to the to the guy. I think his name was like Tyler. Tyler is a serial swatter, so he 
um, has swatted a lot of different play bomb threats, uh, you know, uh, to schools and to different buildings and stuff. And um, so he called the police. He made that call. That that phone what call happened that to the other heard? guy? Which other guy? The guy that asked him to do this for him. Uh, everyone got arrested. Everyone involved. So, um, the police go to the house, right? They, um, already kind of, you know, guns drawn, guns out. The guy that was in there had nothing to do with any of this, right? He didn't even know the guys who were playing the Call of Duty game. He knew nothing. They just, he just saw police or he just saw lights of police outside. He came outside onto his porch. And then I guess the, either he didn't hear their commands or whatever the case, they just shot his ass, shot his ass dead. Right on his porch, right? Uh, shot his ass dead, and then um, after that, they just had to figure out what was going on. And you go into the house, no one's being kidnapped, no gasoline anywhere, no one shot besides him. It's They're just trying to figure out what's going on. And then they eventually, um, I guess they find out that it was over this dumbass Call of Duty game that people were having. And um, they eventually, once they arrest the guy, they eventually find out that um, he was he had been doing swatting to a lot of different places. Uh, this was just the only one that uh, someone died in. And the the guy that got killed, he had like you know he had a kid, and now he's you know no longer alive. Now someone else has to raise his kid, all for some dumbass shit. Oh man. Yeah, so this guy was getting at another guy, and they asked mm-hmm. another guy to get this guy, mm-hmm. but the guy that he was trying to get gave him, like, a an address, address he yeah. used to live at. Yeah, yeah that's what it said. Sucks. Damn. Mm-hmm. So Damn. He had, so he had nothing to do with it. And then um, <laughs> everyone, everybody got arrested. This guy's looking at, like, 20 years or something. He even posted on Twitter. I think his name is like Tyler the Swatter or something like that. <laughs> some, oh my god! Yeah, some dumb shit like that. And uh, he's like, first of all, I didn't kill nobody. He's like, last time I checked, I wasn't I wasn't a police officer and I didn't own a gun, so I didn't kill anyone. The police killed him. And, Trying to act like what he did didn't directly lead to yeah, basically full of shit, bitch. <laughs> So yeah, this guy, he's not a good he's definitely not He looks insane. Yeah, he looks like a crazy I mean, guy. He's obviously a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. So uh and swatting has been getting worse and worse. Like it was like almost like Columbine, right? Where it's like, oh hey, it's Once possible. It happened, yeah. This is a thing that's happening, and it seems to be, you know, pretty easy. So, you know, a lot of people that's what they they're like, oh, because it happens a lot in the gaming community, like when you live stream a game or something. Oh yeah, and you're playing, you know, competitively against someone. It's always like, oh, let's swat them so we can see the police break into their house and then like arrest them and shit. There's a tons of videos of people getting swatted online. It's pretty fucked up. So why? Who would get enjoyment out of this? Like apparently, this guy. This guy. He did it. He was so a serial losers, bro. That's who. Losers. People Someone's with no lives, bro. So dumb. So yeah, I thought that was freaking kind of wild, right? This uh, this whole kind of interaction happening, and the guy who got killed had nothing to even do with it. 
Not not a single thing besides just living living in a place that's one yeah. of these guys used to live at. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's and sucks. anyone else have any anything else? America's I think wild, they should though. get the death penalty. <laughs> and yeah. by death penalty, I feel they should be stoned to death. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I think twenty years is way too lenient on this guy. Like he might get twenty years, or he might get more. Who knows? Without a shadow of a doubt, guilty. Stoned. Mm. <laughs> Brutally stoned. stoned. Yeah, that's one way to deter people from doing yep. it. Yep. <laughs> that kind of yep. stuff. Bink, bing, 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 yep. bing. What if you what if you were like like jury duty? They're like, all right, you gotta go into stoning duty. <laughs> that's like one of the questions whenever hey, they uh, uh, are trying I think to determine people will if you're happily miss work jury. for that. For what? We'll happily miss work to do that. Well that video's playing. Yeah, I know, but it's on silent, bro. Okay. Um, but yeah, would would you be okay with that? Like going to a place, so this guy definitely deserves it. But you're throwing like, all right, pick up your stones, start throwing them. No, I think I throw it. <laughs> just I, do it, hey, bro. Do the I, every day. Injection. I'd be like, hey, let's see if I can crack a skull this time. <laughs> Dang. I'm freaking winding, bro. Turning the hip, torque, oh, uh, good shit. rotation, perfect uh, kinetic chain, and I'm releasing that thing, trying to crack <laughs> some skulls, you know. What if you were, they're like, all right. This is uh, only reserved for people who are proven. without a shadow. No, no, no. Not even without a shadow of a doubt. There's like, like video. It's on, yeah, yeah, there's it's video, video of them doing it. Yeah. Not just witness accounts. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is like, yeah, we have video evidence. You are of here. You this shooting. is you stabbing this little girl multiple times. Stoned to death. Yeah. Stoning. What about, like, like, in Braveheart? You know that? Where they fucking... Quarter your ass, um, drawing quarter. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Nah. <laughs> that'd be cool too. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet too. That uh, burning uh, alive. Burning alive. That'd be pretty Isn't sweet. that the most painful way to be killed? I don't know. Supposedly, probably. There's no way you can. Tell. Yeah, I mean, all your nerves are just being fried. Yeah, like yeah. fried. Everything about you is taking pain. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, so anything like that, you know, pedophiles. Proven pedophiles. Yeah. Burned. At the stake. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be cool with that, too. Keith wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah, he would. I think that there's... I think the death penalty is fine, but it needs to Mm -hmm. not just be, let's torture this person until they die. Uh, Sometimes some people need torturing, man. I mean, it doesn't do anything except for the... Like, the only people who get any satisfaction from it is... The family. The people who are still alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You see this person suffer in the way that they made your loved one suffer. There's got to be something to that. I mean, like shut like you know, and what, a what messed they, up psychology. What they used to do, they shove like a um like a spear up your ass and then they just like stick it in the ground. Be Vlad the and then you just like slide down the spear <laughs> slowly. That'd yeah. be fucking nuts, dude. That'd be insane. <laughs> oh, man. That's Vlad, where Dracula comes from. Yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Um, I mean, I think it'd be... Like, if they had a vote for it, where they're like, this is only reserved for, you know, people who are, you know, we have visual proof and, you know... I mean, um, as soon as that becomes like acceptable that. in any capacity, it would get trickled down to other stuff. Whoa, bro! Be like, oh, oh well, I'm not voting. Got- I'm not voting for that. I'm only yeah, voting bro. for this. It's like it's like gun rights. 
we're starting. Yeah, you're we're saying, starting, and that's it. Yeah, bro. So now you're basically we have, anti anything with the Second Amendment, bro. Bro, we yes, hey, yes, because you yeah. just said when something like that passes, it's gonna trickle down to everything. Yeah, because no. according yeah. to you, <laughs> I'm look saying, look, hey, hey, uh, for those of you listening, he just gets the uh, shit smile well, on his face. <laughs> according oh, no. to yeah, you, yeah. we should have rocket launchers by now. Because I mean, we when, should. Once we have handguns, then it opens the floodgates to everything else. What I'm saying right? is, people would inevitably end up trying to actually make it perfectly fine to use these torture methods mm-hmm. that have been legal in certain cases and try to expand those cases <sighs> it would never just stay at where it is originally never it would never stay as long as the country continues to so you heard that out there continue. if you're a gun owner if you allow them to put any restrictions on your second amendment right it is not going to stay there. It's going to get further and further, and soon you won't be able to own anything but a water gun. Live not even. I mean, eventually straight, that's probably Straight true. from Keith's mouth. It's just going to be called a water push yeah. device. A water pusher. <laughs> water stream device. Hey, it's going to be those things. <laughs> just shoots the water out the end. <laughs> It can't even. It can't even look like a gun. Yeah, like a little super it's soaker, just, bro. It's just a. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a little long tube. You pull back the handle. <laughs> yeah. It's like an air pump. Just yeah, it sucks it up and yeah, then yeah. push it that's out. It. Yeah. That's yep. all we got. Yeah, that's all you get, bro. Yep. If you don't defend your rights, then they get taken from you. Exactly. So the so exactly. the government shouldn't torture people. Yeah, I wouldn't vote for someone being like, "All right, he stole a packet of gum. Let's burn his ass alive." <laughs> I wouldn't vote for that. I don't even think that would even yeah, but come into the place where you would. Where you we would don't always get to vote on our laws. We get to vote yeah. people in who then make the laws. So if they decide, yeah, well, this we'll is what vote we them out. Want. Vote them out and be like, all right, we don't want that no more. That's our next thing that we want. We want that away from what we want. But then so you repealing gotta, things so is you, even harder than getting them. So enacted. you got to go back in and you got to get rid of it. Yeah, that hardly ever works. Our entire but, uh, system is built up because I don't think old stuff I don't think it's that anymore. far. This is not that far of a step from the death penalty or the lethal injection. It's not that big of a leap, right? I mean, um, the point of the lethal injection is to be a quick death. Like mm-hmm. we don't actually know exactly how painful it is, but it's meant to be a relatively quick. And as far as like chemistry can tell, humane, us, right? Yeah, like I think that's perfectly reasonable. That's what we should be moving towards, not continue to use archaic methods like there are some people who deserve to die mm-hmm. death penalty I, i'm it saves fine with. it saves money it um well i mean not really because they still sit on death row for like 25 years oh well, yeah just get them i think they said the average is 16 years that's the average well, then let's, death row. let's cut it down to one year god dang everyone on death row you're gonna die in the next year you got no appeals you should just do You're like, out of your appeals. We got you on videotape. Sorry. Now that more there's more video of people doing shit, then that's gonna be more like, all right, we got you. Not none of this like Gotcha. We get we heard this from the third, you know, there was a witness of a witness of a witness who heard about the crime and then from that's his uncle's cousin's that's sister. The, that's the only thing that we got going on you. Sorry. From his uncle's cousin's sister. <laughs> So I, it's too much of a leap for for Keith. I understand it, right? I definitely, I can understand. You know, even with the death penalty, um, you know, sometimes 
you get it wrong, right? Yeah. And I mean, uh, not sometimes. It's apparently a pretty, pretty decent percentage. But I feel like they're it like I feel like the justice system is still like stuck, you know, with thirty years behind. I mean, a lot of governmental mm-hmm. systems are, but it's just stuck, right? So eventually, it'll catch back up. Not uh. really, but <laughs> I mean, it, eventually, it gets to the point where we are now. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to this next story. Next story, uh, which I'm sure you heard of, it's becoming an international kind of thing. Um, it was a uh, a security guard, right? Uh, there's a video, so why don't you let this lady, who's the professional, talk about it? Accused of shooting and killing an armed black security guard who was on the job in Illinois. Jamel Roberson was shot outside Manny's Blue Room Lounge in Robbins. That's a Chicago suburb early Sunday morning. Witnesses say the 26-year-old was detaining a shooting suspect when the responding officer shot him. Jerika Duncan is following the story. Jerika, good morning. Good morning. Very sad story here. Uh, the Midlothian police are not naming the officer, but say he's been with the department for nearly seven years. He was responding as backup Sunday when he came across Jamel Roberson. Witnesses say despite their pleas, the officer opened fire. Justice for Jamel! Justice for Jamel. Friends and family members in suburban Chicago are demanding accountability after the death of Jamel Roberson. Early Sunday morning, police responded to gunfire at Manny's Blue Room Lounge, where Roberson works security. Roberson had a gun and was holding a suspect when he was allegedly shot by a Midlothian police officer. He was just protecting the club and holding a suspect down. Roberson's mother is now suing the officer and the village of Midlothian for compensatory damages in excess of $1 million. In the lawsuit, she calls the shooting unprovoked and unjustified. He was wearing all black uh, with references to security on him. Gregory Coolis is the attorney for the Roberson family. He said the officer used unreasonable force. People are telling him that he's security. He's security. As he raises his rifle, he's told he's security, he's security, and he still shoots. Roberson, seen here playing the organ, was nicknamed Choir Boy because of his passion for gospel music. He played organs for a a lot of churches on the um, Chicago West Side. Neighbor Taisha Stewart says the 26-year-old was well-liked and proud of his job. You always see him um, with his security shirt on, coming in and out. Here's a young man who is not a thug. And this is a young man who went to work and did his job, and he gets shot by law enforcement. I think that's a tragedy. It's unclear if Roberson had a concealed carry permit, but Coolis says he did have a firearm owner's ID. Midlothian police did not immediately respond to our request for comment, and the officer involved is now on paid administrative leave as state police investigate. Roberson leaves behind a nine-month-old son, and a family member actually said, guys, that he had plans on becoming a police officer one day. Oh. Tragedy indeed. Oh. It's sad when you hear about the family left behind as well. So, yeah, that's the story. And wasn't there an update that the police uh, eventually released a statement saying that they did tell him to drop his weapon yeah. or whatever? And then supposedly all he didn't of listen. The, yeah, all of the witnesses are saying that that never happened. Look, see, I never heard the cop demand him to do anything. But everybody was telling him Jamel was security. 
Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's it's always a tough position to be in, even as a police officer, right? When you're responding to an active shooter situation. I mean, not everyone's equipped to handle that situation. Uh, I don't think, I would think 99.99%, even probably more than that, the population is prepared or not prepared for that. Um, so just because you're a police officer doesn't mean you got, you know, you know how you're going to, you know, approach the situation or how how you're going to act. But I mean, I I would say, you know, probably 90% of officers don't know how to respond to these kinds of situations. That's because they don't have enough training. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, if they're saying that the officer rolled, just pulled up to the place and like just saw him with a gun and then shot at him. And that, yeah, that is obviously that's completely crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the truth is somewhere in between where maybe there was an inter- interaction where, you know, um, he said something or, you know, so- somewhere on the lines. And then, you know, all of a sudden this person's now dead, right? I mean, so, I'm pretty sure the mm-hmm. security guard didn't make any kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. um, like gestures. Yeah, like gesture to. The, yeah, because he's holding yeah. this guy down. So Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, this police officer is a piece of shit. I mean, I feel like it would be... Stoning. Public he got, stoning. <laughs> he got a call saying black. there's a black man shooting. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up. He sees one black man probably on top well, of I another black man. I don't know. Was was the guy that was shooting, was he a black guy? Yeah, pretty sure. I mean, it looked like it was a black neighborhood. So I mean, Oh, 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 oh shit. It's an assumption. It was Damn. a bunch of niggas up in there. <laughs> Negras. Whoa, Keith, why'd you say that? I mean... I'm just saying. It's, you said the N-word, bro, with the I A didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It seems reasonable to say yeah. that it was probably another black man. And I, they didn't say, uh, since they haven't released who the officer is, mm-hmm. can't say like if it was racially motivated or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it was. It he came was. up. He saw two guys, one with a gun, one being held down. Maybe he thought, oh, no, this guy's about to get shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shoot first. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the solution is there's a, there, right now there's there are two schools of thought right on how you deal with these kinds of active shooters, right? The, it is, I mean, the active shooter situation was already handled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying here it's, which well, this is one of the schools of thought, right? Which is you have so, an armed person already there that's not the police that respond to the situation right away. Yeah. Right, which is what happened. Yeah, and the other school of thought is obviously more gun control and stuff like that. Right, so mm. with the more um, with this school of thought, where it's mm. you know have someone that responds to it right away, you know, um, this is like this is the part that I guess no one really thinks about. Right, there's an armed person at a active shooter spot police have no information going in they have no intel yeah nothing like that so they're going in they don't know that this person was already apprehended right and then now you the person holding the gun now you're looking at getting shot right you're the next best person to be getting shot at right you got the gun so now you know now we have to you know who knows what's going on this person Feel with adrenaline, right? There was just a shooting. Uh, you just apprehended someone, and they'll just get caught in the moment. And what's going on? You're not really thinking, you know, too much. And then now you're dead. So, 
So now, I feel like, like what's I'll, the proper protocol here? Like, now everyone's got to have handcuffs, or now, now everyone's yeah. got to have, you zip know, ties to zip tie, ties. Tie not, not, like we just start adding things on to what you got to have. Everyone's got to be a police officer. Yeah, everyone's deputy. That's the only solution here. <laughs> everyone's a deputy, right? <laughs> um, Go back to old. Western so I guess time. I mean in, like, with hindsight, I mean it's like apprehend the person and then. You know, put your gun down and then, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people away. think that with more people having guns NBC. to be able to stop an active shooter, mm-hmm. it comes down to ultimately the active shooter will be the getting shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like most people are thinking, oh, the good guy with the gun will shoot the bad guy yeah. with the gun. I mean, and that, then when the police show up, it's just dead bad guy, alive good guy. Yeah. I mean, there are some cases where that has happened, where there yeah. are. There was an active shooter, and then there was a, a guy with a gun who shot back. I completely agree with having yeah. a weapon for self-defense. I have no yeah. issue with having a gun of a reasonable size. You know, yeah, enough but, for self-defense. But now now we got to rely on this the person who's shooting back. You know, you don't know how much training this person's got, right? You know, they, they may be shooting. They don't... Because, I, I mean, a lot of times I feel like police officers, they do train to... You know, don't shoot into crowds or don't shoot, you know, that's obvious. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, shoot, you know, maybe angle yourself to the position where, you know, there's no one behind the person. So you're not shooting civilians. I mean, the very first thing that any officer should be doing mm-hmm. is coming in and asking questions, oh, not wow. shooting. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that can be tough, too. Yeah, but if he comes in, mm-hmm. like, if, I mean, obviously they haven't said a whole lot about exactly what the officer did, but... yeah. If he came in, got close enough to actually be heard and hear what was going on, like behind cover or whatever, it's reasonable to try to stay within a safe distance, but you still have to be able to take command of the situation without your first instinct being, I'm going to shoot whoever I see with the gun. Mm-hmm. He is a person yeah, who I mean, clearly didn't deserve to be a cop. It seems to be like... Almost every time that's the situation, right? Anytime you hear about, it's like, well, just like the swatting thing. Yeah, someone shot that yeah. man. He from that little bit of video that they did mm-hmm. show on that clip, it looked like he had no idea what was happening. Yeah. He just walked outside and was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And then he got shot. Like they didn't give him time to actually do anything. He just they opened fire because they thought they, there was a perception of he's not listening to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. They have to take in all the elements, which they don't. Some this guy's gonna hear me, even though he's holding this guy down. Yeah, I mean, there's the there seems to be that whole mentality of it's an us versus them, and if it's me versus them, I'm gonna be the one that stays alive, so I'm gonna shoot first. And that's not the right way to be in a public position. Yeah, so, especially one where you actively can kill people. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we went over this in a previous podcast on kind yeah. of the solution. And a lot of it is just that the police having the capability of killing someone very easily, right? With, you know, like a firearm, something like that. I mean, there 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 needs to be like some kind of alternative. Advancement, advancement in non-lethal yeah, technology. advancement where you can do something, right? Where I'm sure they could come up with something that would, you know... Um, Maybe similar to like a taser gun, but it shoots a projectile that's accurate, you know, and it just, you know, immobilizes someone for even, you know, 10 seconds, you know, can be 
a lifesaver for you know yeah, hundreds yeah. of people. So even you know being down for ten seconds, it's more than enough time for an officer to oh, get. Oh yeah, more than enough time. Get in there or subdue. anyone else, anyone to jump on top. You know, restrain them properly. Yeah, I think we've had fully lethal technologies for plenty of time. Time to start looking at some non-lethal technologies yeah. to keep that kind of stuff from happening. Maybe we we should do it. We would make millions. That's a billion dollar idea. It's a billion dollar. Everyone, the whole, every state's police force, every city's would be like, let's do it. You want to uh, be. I mean, theoretically. You want to be loved. It sounds amazing. You want to be loved more by your community. Just create a non-lethal yeah. technology for police let's to use. Let's stop. You know, let's put weapons in your hand that are not, it's not killing the community. How about that? Yeah. But then there would be people who would argue like, well, no, now the bad guys have all the lethal weapons and the good guys don't. No, it's like, no, okay. So if there's a situation where people are actually, you know, physically shooting back at you, then that's when we pull out the lethal version. Or even maybe the non-lethal version could also help out in the situation. I mean, it could if they actually yeah. hit them first and be like, oh, well, they're incapacitated. They're good. Yeah. Now they get to stand trial and go through the justice system. <laughs> they don't want that. It's more money wasted i mean but that's the whole purpose of it that's you're supposed to i think the uh the officer until proven guilty officer in this situation is on paid leave yeah so i which i mean i they, i would say it's fine until they complete an investigation but from first glance and without actual investigation being done i don't think it could be acted on but from what the information that's available right now is, like, he was in the wrong. Yep. He should probably be fired based on what's available right now. But an investigation should definitely be done. And no, nothing should be done until the investigation is complete. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Due process applies to them as well. So, yeah. Frank, anything? Uh, being black in America sucks, bro. <laughs> I mean, apparently... You can't uh, win. You can't even be a good you guy. You stop the active shooter. You're the good guy. <laughs> Dead. Dead. You're in your house. Minding your own business. Dead. Yeah. Driving your car. Dead. Walking. Dead. You can't do anything. Running right? away from the police. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. And then they're going to find weed on you, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, he deserves it. <laughs> See that black guy. It. See that black guy with the weed on him. He deserves it. So we need to legalize it. weed, because then the, that that whole excuse goes away. Like, yeah. oh, well, he had weed. Okay, so I have weed on me too. <laughs> did we ever get an update to that story with the? Uh, I don't think we did. The guy in his apartment who got blasted by the. No, there I hasn't been anything. Yeah, I don't think there's really been any movement. That, on or they just been keeping it real hush Swept it under the the rug. Yeah, I mean, the whole city would have blown up if they would have released this woman. Talk about the woman who uh, went into the wrong apartment and then shot the guy who was minding his own business. Minding his own business in his own apartment. I mean, maybe they did, but they just. I mean, it's one of those things where these stories, like this one right now, this will probably be, you know, off off everyone's mind in a couple of weeks. No, I mean, I feel like, like, it's obviously it's like it's in the minds of everyone now. It's like, hey, you know. It sucks. 
black people were getting shot by the police for doing just nothing things. I mean, that's been everyone, happening for a long time. Yeah, I mean, everyone Nothing's knows really that. getting done about it. Everyone knows it. So it's not, I mean... I mean, what are you what are you gonna say? All right, it's illegal to shoot black people <laughs> <laughs> who are doing nothing. It's no. a life sentence. I mean, that, <laughs> it's not, uh, it's already it's not really, illegal. It's not really a law you can like put forward. Or what yeah, are you gonna do? That's affirmative action. All right. <laughs> Any black person shot is an extra ten years to to your life sentence, or to your sentence. Yep. There you go. Yep. If you shoot him with a with a slingshot, that's five years. <laughs> If you shoot him with a BB gun, that's 10. No, I mean, I think the only solution is longer periods of training, more intense training, and reducing laws that... Yo, because I see some police officers that... I'm like, damn, this is a police officer? This motherfucker's fat as shit. He's <laughs> fat, he's old. <laughs> like, how? what do you... Like there has to be some kind of rotation or something, right? Like I don't know. I think I don't think that there's any requirement for mm-hmm. passing a physical exam, mm-hmm. like an actual physical test, a fitness test, except for whenever you're in the academy. That's Shit. the only time they have to pass it. So you can get you can be like a three hundred pound fucking or like a four hundred. I mean, you can officer. be like okay, like I'm I'm in decent physical shape. I can go through the academy. Yeah. Then you know, ten years later, it's like oh no, I'm five hundred pounds. You gotta find. I can't even for me. find a, a bulletproof vest that fits. Yeah, you you guys have to accommodate me, or else that's discrimination. <laughs> I need a super mega obese mobile, please. <laughs> super mega obese mobile. Oh, there goes Frank. He's driving the uh, the tank today. He like has to get. The APC. He's like in his <laughs> in the tank and just has to get lifted out by yeah. a chair. <laughs> just all right. What's going on here? What's oh. going on? Where's lunch? <laughs> oh, hold on, guys. I need a snack break. I only had seventeen <laughs> breakfasts this morning. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like someone has to do it. Someone has to be the first one, and then everyone else can be like, "Hey, that worked." I feel like it. That would kind of push it more towards the militarization of mm-hmm. police, even more than they already are. And really, police shouldn't be militarized. Peace officer. Officer of the peace. Yeah. Keep the peace. I mean, ultimately, I think that's what it comes down to is removing our police officers that are here in the country, supposed to be protecting us, yes, to then, more military tactics. And people are mostly out, you know, doing things with drugs. Just make drugs... So I mean, reduce we'll be, reduce charges for drugs. Just, like make it yeah. more of a financial it. crime. Decriminalize it. You know, let it be like, all right, that's you know, you got you know a pound of weed on you. That's a thousand dollar ticket. Right? I mean, even then, like, unless it's intent to sell, like you can sell goods illegally of any t- any. Yeah, time. I mean, it's like it all right. Here's your court date. Here's your court date. You know, your bail is five hundred dollars. Um, you know, it's not like. You might get arrested. Like violent crimes are the ones that really need prosecution and, yes. and extra crimes, attention. That's exactly right, Keith. Nonviolent crimes. Like I'm not saying that drugs never hurt anybody because they do. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they let's just say drugs were legal, right? And let's just say, you know, how would you prosecute a, a company who is selling a, a say? Like, oh shit, your drug is literally killing everyone who takes it. Well, I mean, that would be. 
there needs to be plenty of regulation around. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But if they sell it knowingly, yes, then that everyone involved in that entire process Mm -hmm. needs to be. I mean, you would you would hope, obviously, with regulation that it would not get to that point, right? Where it's like, I mean, that's we're testing everything, making sure everything's clean. Nothing goes to market without the product is out of market and it's all rigorously tested. So yeah, Frank is completely checked out of this episode. Oh my bad, man. Completely checked out. Watching sports. I see him over here just on his phone. That's his addiction. Sports. So, uh, anything you want to add here, Frank? Huh? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, For those uh, people out there in the world right now, the Mavs (laughs) are only down one point to the Golden State Warriors. Who gives a fuck? They're gonna lose. All right. What's the next? What's the next lead in here? The lead in the KCC. We don't have an opening unless you. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is the KCC. I don't think we should do this as a news story. (laughs) Shut up. Anyway. I'll start it off by saying that last week's KCC was terrible. Was it? I think it was. I feel like we didn't really cover any additional ground compared to where what we discussed with your stuff. And it didn't really go, yeah, like with what you were discussing with your America's Wild stuff. Oh, okay. America. So. Is wild. I'll do more research for the whole comparison of different types of government economic systems and mm-hmm. people's common misunderstandings and kind of clearing some of that stuff up at a later time give you guys a break from that <laughs> but i also want to start out by saying that looking at the most recent uh media bias chart which if you could go ahead and pull that up again frank that media bias uh, uh. Okay, Which, if you go. don't know what this is, you should definitely keep it in mind for any kind of news reporting that you like to follow. Um, it basically breaks it down to uh, where it leans as far as like a neutral news source or right-leaning, left-leaning, and then the quality of reporting that they do. And uh, Mike and I said that CNN and Fox News were really around the same tier but um my Did girlfriend we? pointed out yeah we were like i mean usually they, they report on the same kind of stories but like fox will be like the right leaning viewpoint and cnn will usually be like the left leaning viewpoint mm-hmm. but relatively similar but with some differences of of uh headlines and exact topics that they choose to focus on cnn has fallen further than what I really realized and what also my girlfriend realized. Um, Cause she was like, Oh no, I can't believe you guys were equating Fox news and CNN. It's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And then looking at this, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that. Cause I like Fox news as a whole, like with all their, like uh, what's that? Uh, like their like Fox morning, and friends. Yeah, yeah. And like their segment, their little more, their show. Their actual, they also have like, what's yeah. her name? Judge, whatever. Her face is the one who's like super conservative. Um, Judge like Judy? 
No, it's not Judge Junior. No. It's like, I can't remember her name. It's Judge something, but she has like a regular. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Might as well just be Judge Dredd. Um, but like with their, all their reporting shows taken as a whole, I can see why it skews like it's hyper-partisan right. And then it's at selective or incomplete story slash unfair persuasion level. Um, so yeah. It, Who are you talking about here? Fox News. Okay. And then for CNN, it skews left, so it's still pretty, pretty neutral, but skews left. And then it's right on the line at analysis and opinion slash fair persuasion. So it's pretty reliable overall, but it's still definitely not the best news source to to pay attention. It's to. not neutral. Yeah, like there are other Associated news sources press, that are neutral. Associated Press is the top of this list. Yeah, they're so, they're neutral. They're right in the middle, and then and original original fact, fact reporting. reporting. So. Bloomberg, C-SPAN, Reuters, NPR, yep, PBS, PBS, ABC, ABC CBS. All your local news stations pretty much are going to be good. Like, don't really watch too many of those cable networks, really. But those are all fake news, Keith. Those are the ones that give you some good information. And then uh, just absolutely avoid anything from like Breitbart, Blaze, Infowars. What about is on that the even other on side? here? Is Infowars even on here? Yeah, it's yeah, at the very it's bottom. The very right. bottom right. Oh, I see. It's the oh, worst of the God. worst down there. Um, well, Keith, what about? Uh, I haven't even heard of pretty much any of these. Patriotics. Work at what's Palmer Report? <laughs> Palmer Report or the Bipartisan Report? Yeah, like those I have never even heard of, which honestly is surprising to me because. Mm-hmm. I mean, Breitbart, Infowars, all that kind of stuff. They they put out some crazy stories, and they're entertaining. But they're like, they're entertaining in a way that's like, how does anyone believe this is a legitimate news source? How does anyone call this alternate news? So yeah, the, anyone who's out there and wants to be well informed should look at this media bias chart. It's pretty easy to find. First results that come up on Google, and uh, it will tell you. Good, reliable news sources, and uh, try to stick with it. Don't quote anything crazy out there in the world. Don't be part of the reason why misinformation gets spread. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people who do post this kind of stuff, they want, I mean, their end goal is to get the information out. So regardless if it's misinformation or not, they're, they're want, they want the information to be out. Well, they the, want their side to be heard. Well, that's that's just Regardless having a, an echo chamber. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess kind of goes into a little bit of what I want to talk about today, which is fear and politics. How fear gets used to, especially right now with the current administration, to persuade the public to view something as an issue that may not be as big of an issue as it really is. So the definition of fear is an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception (laughs) of danger, (laughs) real or imagined. Just like Mike Myers. Is he real? Is he real or is he imagined? I don't know. I mean, uh, well, no one ever will that. We feel that knife on our chest. Yeah. I mean, whenever you know, I go into (laughs) what a great, what a great moment to find out if he's real. (laughs) Just ah, damn it. Are you real? Damn it. 
I mean, whenever I you go into a dark room, you never you don't know what's in there. It can be anything in there. Well, yeah, I mean that's fear is an important evolutionary trait. Mm-hmm. All animals have it to some degree, and I mean we are animals. We just developed higher cognitive function, so we can talk about it and recognize it. So it yeah, it's an important thing for us to have because whenever you go into a new area, you'll ha- you you want to be extra perceptive of what's going on because you got extra you got blood pumping you got some extra stuff you know helping you with your fight or fly and so it's an important thing for safety and Mm -hmm. i would say it's less necessary now than it has been you know in our evolutionary past it's not like we live in the wilds where we get attacked by lions or something like that now we get attacked by other people yeah we get attacked by other people but if they had I don't know. There, there's a bunch of different evolutionary things there, but fear is something that's really meant to be there to help us protect ourselves because we want to be apprehensive of new situations, but mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't go into them entirely. We just go into them more slowly. But fear in politics is more about people who are in power or who control information and especially in a trusted position such as the presidency, it's about controlling the way that people perceive any kind of topic, really. So there's a ton of options that you can pick from with Donald Trump. I mean, he started out with the whole immigration issue, basically, with back in 2015. Basically saying that anyone who's an immigrant is more than likely some kind of a criminal. And it just kind well, of spreads from there. I mean, if he's saying that everyone that, you know, crosses the border illegally is a criminal, I mean, he his word is, fa- he's, he, he's saying factual things, but the way that you, you know, you're presenting it is not truthful. Right. right? But the, the issue with the whole administration and the way that they've made things out is th- what they say is pretty much just immigrants. So, like, with uh, the ad that got put out with the guy who killed cops, or, like, a cop. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he said he wished he could have killed more. Yeah. So, he like, was, uh, telling yeah. all them cops. You play something like that, where it's, this guy is definitely insane. He deserves every kind of punishment that legally he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And he's a terrible person. And you play yeah. that and then say, but Democrats want to be weak on immigration. And then you show the so caravan coming in. That's equating this mm-hmm. murderer and all immigrants. So people who aren't really paying attention or people who are easily persuaded Let's are going so to be like, oh, all immigrants must be this guy. All immigrants are evil. Yeah, and they're all going to kill Serial cops. killers are going to kill my child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. that's a, a lot of the stories that I saw. Were like There were some stories of like Trump going to... Uh, families of victims of oh, yeah, immigration dude. that immigrants that, uh, who killed them. Who was that girl that was missing for it? Like oh, a yeah. minute. Yeah, I saw. And, uh, where was I was it keeping at? up with that. Wasn't story. that in, like uh, L.A. or something? No, 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 it was like Iowa or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like some. Or was it? I think it might have been Iowa, dude. I don't know. It was. Let's yeah, see. I think it was. Um, I think it was Iowa because I remember that maybe it had like the school. I don't know the the mascot for the school. It's like a. It's a, a hawk. Mission woman. Uh, oh, missing woman. What is it? She was found dead, though. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, and killed was, by an immigrant, bro. Killed an immigrant. Not helping my calls here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she was she was missing for a long time, and then eventually they uh, they got video of like the guy. Is it Colorado. Well, he was there, like he was there on like I think like a work visa or something. So yeah, he's not illegal, but he, yeah, he was here just she is. yeah Iowa student. Uh, yeah. Tibbetts. Yeah, okay, that's the one I was thinking. I thought it was LA, but okay. No, yeah, that's no. The one. She was killed. Uh, what about that other? Uh, that uh, golfer, y'all heard about that, right? I mean, that was this was a while ago. No, the she was. Golfer? Yeah, she was the defending national champion from. I don't know, but she was out of practice. Somebody, some dude, ran up on her, killed her, strangled her to death, raped her, killed Damn. her. National champion, dude, defending, coming back. What was she wearing though? She Did was. she deserve it? Dang. <laughs> Just kidding. What, yeah, look, what see, do you wear? Look, look, see, documented. Golfer killed. killed. Yeah, Iowa State. And it was homeless a homeless uh, man. Yeah, her. It was a homeless man who was an illegal. No, I'm just saying. What? Yeah. What do you mean? I was just saying that she was randomly killed. What kind and it of was in golf Iowa. Course is this that they don't have any security? I don't know, man. So this is how misinformation is spread, bro. Colin Daniel you just Richards, connected, a 22 year old. He's connected an immigrant. We just connected. We just confirmed that an immigrant killed a white woman, mm-hmm. Dude, and then, crazy. then you say that another white woman was killed, and then now I'm thinking, yeah, in I, Iowa. <laughs> so now I'm like, well, is, how is this connected? Is it just like the? Uh, um, they were both in Iowa. Iowa. They were just one was two playing white her women. sports, the other mm-hmm. one was out running or whatever. Oh, she's she's bro, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, she's from news, Spain, bro. Dang, but she was the defending national champion. Like, she's coming back. <laughs> Killed her ass. She was still in school. Yeah. It's her senior year. That sucks. Well, that's not going to get attention on. Uh, but she the was fear mongering. Yeah, uh, she, she was an was immigrant the, that she got was killed. The immigrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that how does, that's going to that flip plays. Around? Yeah, that plays for the other side. So there's all this stuff right now with the whole Honduran caravan that's picked mm-hmm. up a lot of people. I feel like there's a lot of sketchy stuff going on with this caravan. I'm not saying the that there's no catch, no, sketchy no, no. stuff. Like what I'm thinking is like I'll pull up the go back to Discord. Like what like the timing on this caravan was too good. And then go up. And then now no there's nothing. You have what was there. the last time you heard about the caravan? Did a video? Yeah. This was from this week. I think it was this week anyway. There's so there's a lot of news stories from this week though. Oh, this one's from October twenty third. This week, bruh? There's a, there were a bunch. The caravan we're talking about, which is, I think, a man-made caravan. I think some bad people started that caravan. And this is BBC, by the way, which is one of the most trusted on the bias chart, the media bias chart. A big percentage of those people are criminals. In terms of who's in this convoy, it is mainly Hondurans. And among the thousands of people, if you look around, it is mainly young men. They are the ones, after all, who can most undertake an arduous journey like this. But it is still striking just how many families are on this journey as well. You're going to find Middle Eastern. You're going to find everything. And guess what? We're not allowing them in our country. No one that we've met has met anyone from the Middle East in this convoy. <laughs> I love that because that's just like a, a single cutaway. The Democrats 
want caravans. They like the caravans. A lot of people say, I wonder who started that caravan. She's saying this it's not about politics. Political story back in the United but States. Giving a better people life. Here, though, they're not thinking about politics. A lot of people tell us they don't even understand the political divide in the United States. What is driving them, they tell us, is either escaping criminality back home and insecurity or simply being able to provide for their families. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, they've made a lot of money. Every year we give them foreign aid and they did nothing for us, nothing. Over the last week, Donald Trump has put a great deal of pressure on Central American governments and on Mexico to stop these migrants. At one point, Guatemala did try and close its border into Mexico, but the security personnel there were simply overrun by the thousands of people in this convoy. Mexico, too, kept its gate shut, but the force driving these people forward meant that they came across bypassing the authorities on rafts in the river that divides Guatemala and Mexico. Now they are here, it appears that the Mexican authorities are looking at this convoy in humanitarian terms. At the moment, it doesn't appear that they are trying to stop these migrants going forward to the United States, but that's not to say that that couldn't change with more pressure from the White House. God, that's a lot of people. God. That's a lot of people. I mean, we've talked about it before, Keith, too. Keith, it's a lot of people coming to your doorstep. I mean, to your apartment. They got a long way to go. <laughs> Where is BBC on this thing? BBC's up towards the... Big black... Okay. Right here. Yeah, it's like almost right in the middle, but a little lower. Um, it's still under fact reporting, it's half, but not it's original fact reporting. Fair interpretations of the news and then straight up news. It's in between. So honestly, like foreign news sites and news organizations are probably the best ones to look at because they're not going to have a American slant on it. Mm. So take away the country uh, organization... They're not going to try to put their own spin on it that really favors any kind of bias other than potentially just regular political bias of either conservative or progressive. But by and large, I mean, I think that just kind of shows you the state of what the intention of the whole caravan is. It's just a bunch of people who apparently Honduras has one of the highest murder rates in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a shithole. And apparently a majority of the people who are killed there are tourists so if you had a if you had a trip planned to honduras i'd say cancel it <laughs> yeah let's not do that it's a shithole don't go there um so it's these people who i've i mean it's they, they're saying that they're basically all poor and they have nothing to lose yeah it's like at that point it seems like they probably you know just what you don't, just did with those, those facts keith you just strengthened the resolve of people to not let those people in you said oh they kill tourists those killers right. are in that caravan <laughs> marching just, this way. You just fuck your whole. Idea. I mean, I'm not saying that none of no one in that how many, caravan. How, how is, many serial killers are in there? I mean, probably zero. But how many killers? Probably zero. How many killers? Yeah. Can you guarantee me zero? I Can cannot. You? I cannot guarantee you zero. <laughs> is it worth allowing thirty people to come in that are, are looking we, for a new life, but one of them for sure is going to be a killer? We're just going to let them in the door, right? 
Like, there's nothing that's going to stop them in any kind of way? Is it worth it? I mean, if they're seeking asylum, there's mm-hmm. procedures for asylum. No. No, we just let them in, don't we? No. That's fake news. Why are you? But this is fake the news, news that I've heard, though. It's fake. I heard that they're going to come here, and then that's they're probably just gonna, Wars. That's... They're just going to walk in the front door, like, and then... Are you, with... Did you also hear that they're going to make you gay with their uh, Honduran drugs? <laughs> I also heard that they're going to be Democrats there... You know, <laughs> signing them up to vote, signing them up to vote, <laughs> and handing out water bottles. Yeah, that's I mean, and stickers. And they're gonna turn our frogs on Facebook, gay, bro. If you saw it on Facebook or Infowars, yeah. it's probably that's true. Where I saw it on Facebook. Um, so you're saying that's all wrong? But what about the gay frogs? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this distract you from the gay frogs. Okay, <laughs> that's the real story that's here. That's the real story. Uh, I mean, the main thing is like. What they showed of Trump's response to everything. And it's basically all him just trying to make people see, feel afraid of these people who are just trying to get a better life. If our country was at a point where our government wasn't doing anything to actually help us and people were being murdered consistently, I would say at that point, it's time to just leave. You got to leave in whatever way you can, especially if you don't have any means in the country like if if most of these people are poor the only option that they really have is walk and hope that people are gracious enough to help them along the way so and i'm i'm sure that there are some people in in there that are there's a big some kind of a criminal and that could be non-violent criminals that could be violent criminals what if there are middle easterns in there (laughs) then you heard that one line what if there's some saudis in there boy uh, hmm? Tell them to go watch uh, <laughs> Sicario Two. <laughs> oh God, that'll be their wet dream. Yeah, I mean, it's there's making unfounded accusations is really the the big issue here, and Donald Trump has done a lot of that. And a part of what I read for this, uh, at, uh, I mean, I feel like everyone. I mean, everyone time. on the other side really knows what kind of this is. Just a a move before the midterm. To push your fear, and then have everyone, you know, on the on the Republican ticket, back, you know, and say, "Hey, I want to be tough on immigration." You see this, you know, this missile, this meat missile coming at us, yeah. right? And I, if you put me into office or you elect me into office, then I will be the one that puts up a shield so the meat missile does not hit you. Yeah, I mean, it's, but so, that's fear yeah. to control how people are thinking. And that's the real issue is fear politics. Like, it's been done for a long time. I mean, Trump is far from the first person to do it. Mm-hmm. But this one uh, sociologist. is really apparent right now. Yeah, Barry, what's his name, Glasner. He said about Trump, his formula is very clean and uncomplicated. Be very, very afraid. And I am, I am the cure. Like that's Trump's whole mentality around everything. Is like we saw it in that video alone. He's talking about how all I'm, I know that there are bad people. I know that there are Middle Easterns in there. Mm-hmm. And I know there are a lot of criminals in there. Some, a lot of Middle Eastern. Then he also said something about Democrats loving caravans. Like yeah. so he's equating all these negatives, like what what people are perceiving as a negative to all these other things that people are afraid of or distrust. And then he also comes back and says, we're not going to let them in the country, though. 
Like he has complete control over yeah, that. Democrats will. We won't. The Democrats will let them in. Like, so, I'll let them kill I'm surprised your he didn't like throw other things into the caravan too. It's like you know what else is in there? The boogeyman. The boogeyman is the in Baba there. Duck's gonna the come. The Baba Duck is in the caravan the too. Duck. You know who else? La Llorona is in there also. <laughs> El Chupacabra is in there too. Bigfoot, he's in there. Yuki Onna, she's in there the too. The Loch Ness monster spotted confirmed in the caravan he's in the yucatan right now <laughs> hey, hey, hey tupac is also in the caravan he's tupac, alive tupac and biggie and he's bringing and them he's bringing them thug wars back that's Dang. right yeah i mean he could have thrown some crazy stuff out there and i'm like, sure that if we look you know what else it? is in there aliens Dang. aliens are trying to penetrate our country through the south border <laughs> this is, is the that, only way is that not the, the way that you're supposed to penetrate the border <laughs> yeah <laughs> Through the South, right? Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, one of the things from this Time article that I read that uh, kind of stood out to me, there's this uh, paragraph I'm going to read. Trump's approach is more the rule than the exception. The whole, this is a quote, the whole aim of practical politics, according to H.L. Mencken, who wrote this almost a century ago, is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to be led to safety by menacing it with endless uh, endless series of hobgoblins, all of them imaginary. And yeah, I mean, Trump people, has done a great job of it. I mean, people have figured this shit out a long time ago, right? Like, this isn't new to yeah. yep. people who study sociology or anything like that. I mean, you right now, there is definitely a formula on how to control a population. Yeah. And one of the main things of how you do it is fear. Yeah. Right. And I mean that that doesn't I mean it's probably the most effective way of doing it. It's obviously not the best way of controlling a population because it can backfire on you pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely the easiest way to do it. And so the you know, the path of least resistance here would kind of just lead you down where we are now. Well, I mean, I guess the main thing here would be why is it working so well right now? Right now? Because I mean like George just w. Bush. someone who's pretty, I mean, he, I mean, well, I guess what kind of stuff do you, I guess George W. Bush with the weapons of mass destruction, yep. right? The and WMDs, that was all made up to made get up. us into Iraq. Yeah. There I was a, uh, Bill Clinton apparently did it as well for, mm-hmm. uh, he said if we didn't take care of juvenile delinquents or violent juveniles, mm-hmm. then our society would be pushed into chaos. Yeah. So that's fear mongering to get some extra strict laws. I mean, you you literally at that point when you're that high into politics, I feel like if you look at it, because a lot of soci sociologists and stuff like that, they will look at the population as just like st- stats. Yeah. Right. They won't. I mean, they separate you as the individual from like a stat just because they 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 trend right. So well, I mean, it's all about statistics. Yeah. So you we you know how a populace will react to a situation based on previous stats and you know and in research and studies and stuff like that. So if you just make a you know, population to a number and stats, then you can you know easily manipulate things in, in any situation, right? Yeah. So at that point, if you're at that high of a political stance, like the president. Then you're just looking at votes or a politician looking at votes as just numbers. Like, how do I get this is what I want, right? How do I get 
this these groups of people, these specific groups of people that I want, because I know I can get some of these people, not all of them, but I know for sure I just need to get these people convinced to vote for this. Yeah. So how do I do that? The easiest way is just to throw fear onto it, which is it can just be simple as that. It says, how do I get them scared into voting for this? Does so, that mean that they're stupid? Who's stupid? The people who are falling for this. No, stuff. I don't feel like they're stupid. I feel like it's just <clears throat> it's just how you are as a human being, right? Um, it just depends on what you consume, how you consume it. I mean, you can be scared for different things. Like, um, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, what's you? As far as right now, like fear wise, would be like climate change. Like, I'm in the future. Like, I'm just scared that things are going to change so drastically. That, you know, <clears throat> our lives now are just going to be, like, we'll look back at this and be like, I oh, remember when we used to, like, just sit around and do a podcast. <laughs> now we're like, you know, we have to work outside. Now we're billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> like, now we have to work outside for, you know, food for the whole country because there are no more jobs. Everyone's a farmer now. Like, remember when we used to do that? We used to just bullshit all the time. I mean, is it going to lead to, like, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll get that done, but... No, I don't feel like... Well, it's I mean, that's just... the thing. Like, if you control a populace through fear, and mm-hmm. if you can get control, like, Donald Trump is trying to take over mm-hmm. the story of what the government is doing, essentially. The, well, at least the presidency, which is one of the... It's one-third of our entire governmental system. It's the executive branch. He's trying to control that narrative with little to no checks from a third party, which would be the media, which is how it's always been done. Yeah, you just attack the media at that point. So everyone's if, fake news. If he does that and if he's successful, even if he doesn't get another term, will that set the trend for the future? Will that just yeah, be that there's no media protections? Um the media isn't allowed or isn't trusted So even if they are reporting these crazy stories of things that are actually happening, but people just don't believe it, we could, and it seems reasonable in my opinion, that we could end up in a position where we lose a lot of what we have right now. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not like, there's the current thing with uh, CNN losing, you know, the Jim Acosta thing that we went over, you know, last week. Yeah. Um, He's currently getting his... His his hard yeah, pass back. They sued for it. Yeah, they apparently won. CNN was suing. I think they're currently in the process of suing. It's, it wasn't like resolved that quickly, <sighs> but um, like even Fox News backed it up. They're like, we we support uh, CNN in this situation. Yeah, because it could happen to them easily. Yeah, it yeah. can it can easily. It, it doesn't matter. You know, whatever this this presidential thing is, it's a revolving door. It's you know people coming in and out of it. And they can, you know, be on the opposite side of what you think. So someone can come in and be like, you know what? I don't like the way you talk, Fox News. You're out of here, right? And then now it's like, well, we have precedent for this before. You know, you didn't do anything when CNN, you know, was, you know, when it happened to CNN. So now now we're selective on who's in the press corps right now. I guess that's the biggest issue with the whole fear thing is, is it going to get to a point where people who are the majority or the people who are being targeted to be fearful to vote in a certain way, Mm. will they stop to recognize and think that 
other groups are being manipulated to then attack them in the future. All they want is the votes. I don't think they care about anything else. I'm not talking about the people who are trying to do the manipulating. I'm talking about the people who are being manipulated. Like, because I don't think that we're completely above being manipulated. I think we're above average intelligence. And so it's probably easier for us to pick up on some of that stuff. But that doesn't mean that we can't fall victim to it. Especially not if it's at such a high level that you can't really tell what's true and what's not. But if it got to a point where we backed something that took rights away from another group and then eventually that kind of came back around to take things away from us, are we going to recognize that we were a part of setting that trend? Are you saying like we in the room or we like the royal we? I mean, and this, what I was saying there was like us directly. Like Frank, me, and you. Yes. Like you, you, you're asking if we're self-aware enough to feel like that we made a mistake in the past and we are realizing it and then not repeating it in the future. I mean, at that point where I'm saying we wouldn't have any option, like the what we did in the past mm-hmm. set a precedent mm-hmm. that then allowed us to be affected. Like at that point, like we voted for something that didn't mm-hmm. impact us directly, but it took something away from another group. Okay. And uh, it comes around to slap us in the face. Yes. So what you're saying that we, so what we, you're saying we is, make a decision. You, you make the decision, Keith, mm-hmm. to enslave black people. <laughs> I'm enslaved. Uh-huh. And then 10 years from now, we rise up and enslave you. Or, sure. yeah, or it's an like, extreme example. Sure. Or okay, it's like, awesome. all right, we vote to, uh, uh, at this point, only we're only enslaving um, black people, right? And then, you know, everyone votes. And then eventually the Hispanic community gets so large that we become the majority. And they were like, no, fuck that. Black people are no longer the Now white people are the slaves. I don't know, like for that, I would just say like the law becomes all minorities are, mm-hmm. are slaves. And then eventually those populations overtake us and then white people become the slaves. Yeah. The beast of burden. Yeah. The real American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, free room and board, dog. Okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Queef, we're at uh two ten. Wrap this shit up. All right. Well, I guess that would be the main. What's thing the main takeaway? Me. Give give the main takeaway for the people at home. Main takeaway is do research. Try to look at a story, especially one that makes you afraid, from an unbiased news source. So primarily. Associated Press, NPR, PBS, BBC. Uh, most of the local news stations do a pretty good job as well. So try to focus on getting factual information and not going with your gut reactions, which is what a lot of fear politics and fear mongering rely on is guttural reactions. So slow down, think about things. Don't just have an immediate thought and think that that should be translated into actions. Very nice. All right. Ladies and gentle balls, if you're still with us, thank you so much for tuning in for another sweet, seductive episode of the KMM episode number 22. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, episode number 22. Over 800 downloads. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to hit our, our 1,000 mark hey, here. Hey, hey, listen, listen. People out there, send us a damn email. <laughs> send us a dick pic. Send it to, to, to Frank. Send it. All the information. <laughs> send it. He's open. All the information <laughs> is at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Just go the, listen. At K minorities on twitter on the twitter on the tweeters the kmm podcast at gmail the com yeah hit us up don't <laughs> piece of shit yeah, write to us maybe we can help you out who knows you might have some questions you want to ask queef and he can give his all-knowing white privilege knowledge let me get that drop bro <laughs> oh you name back to the button the whole podcast yeah. Up, 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 up. Putting 10K on them titties. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a 10K on them titties, please? Yeah, can we get a 10-cot hashtag, 10-cot? Hit us up on Twitter, and we will see uh, you lovely, beautiful people on another episode of the KMM. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs)